Round one, go. This is not a test. This is real. This is real. <laughs> we are here and uh, almost live. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon, Doug and Marty versus the world. You know, it's funny. I like the fact that she says go. But you know, we wouldn't know if we just said, you know, round one. We're like, now what? Right? Except right. you would know. You're a boxer. Or well, kind boxer. of. But yeah, we need to we need to go when it's time to go. And uh, it's definitely time to go now. Um, mm. What? A crazy, prophetic, filled, awesome, uh, incredible week we've had. Uh, thoughts? What are you thinking? Oh my gosh, there's so many thoughts to actually articulate. People out there, they're they're probably feeling anxious. They're feeling confused. They um they don't know what's going on. They're they're talking about toilet paper left and right um, across the board. But yeah, the thoughts of this week is. There are things that are happening at the national level, the state level, and the local level that I think are that we are be, that we don't even know are being happening. Right, right now, we're so focused on that this we whole don't thing. even know are being happening. Yes, yeah, so I know it's proper English there, but <laughs> we don't even know it's happening, or we're not aware of the impact they'll have long term on us, which is a better way of saying it. What uh, the things that happened in Olympia um, would we get a lot more news. It, it's this is reminiscent, and I will come back to this reminiscent of when Epstein, right, was found in his jail cell, apparently hung himself, and of course the whole meme about Epstein did not hang. He himself. did not hang, okay. hang himself, right? And then all of a sudden it went away because the next crisis was up, and we're like, we never hear anything about this. We know something smells uh, high, uh, high, uh, whatever there. But here um, we have the session sign and die. Increased taxes. It passed a comprehensive sex bill that is atrocious. Uh, and in the midst of this coronavirus, now they're all like, literally closing down schools, closing down um, business, any meetings well, over two hundred. Well, closing down the indoctrination centers is okay. It, yes, it is for me. Think about this. They did that secondarily. The first thing they did, right, was um, say we're not going to have any public meetings. So first they closed the churches. Yep, the churches. Two hundred fifty or more. Uh-huh. And even and King County said even if you're less and you're not doing this and this and this. And I read the actual the, the King County stuff because of, because of our Eastside Republican Club, right? And my Correct. my responsibilities there. And they're like, you know, you got to have hand sanitizer. You got to discourage older people from coming. And you know, this is what I'm this is kind of what I feel like this coronavirus and its resulting um you know, hysteria and everything else is an attack against our older statesmen, our, our elder statesmen, our elders, our, our wise people, our, our, um, you know, our, our apostles Mm -hmm. that are, that have been around. There's things you can't get from a book, right? There's something that comes from life experience and things like that. And these older people have been disregarded. They've been put aside and a lot of them are even discouraged. And yet God has a purpose for them. And, and if anything, Marty, I'm encouraged that this is happening because it tells me that God's not finished with our 70-year-olds, our 80-year-olds. I'm glad you said that because all throughout scriptures, the Christian station across the network here in ACN, um, generationally, everything in scripture is three generations or more, right? It's, yep. you know, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The idea here is along the line. What we've done in the recent culture, removing God from schools, removing Bible from schools, and prayer, and the whole you know separation thing, uh, comes down to we've we've dissected and separated the passing on of values from the generations, from the those that went before us, those that are here now, us and our kids and our grandkids and so forth, where we're at this age. And you're right, this value transfer, 
this eth- ethics of work, this, the idea that we know our history, and yes, we have warts and all, but because of our history, because of our faith in God, because of these Judeo-Christian values, these freedoms are, are worth being protected. And now you have this new generation that is disconnected from that transfer of values that is buying into this, this garbage called socialism, this garbage called communism, this anti-God, anti-biblical worldview. They don't know any better. This is what they're being spoon-fed through these indoctrination centers, as you said. Yeah. And so it's interesting that this, like you said, this coronavirus, which we know numerically is nowhere near the flu, nowhere near anything, but it's so unknown. I think the hysteria comes from what we don't know about it yet and trying to get a handle on something that is invisible, right? We have this mysterious origins. It's in a lab in China, right, where they kept it, the lid on it for months, right, before it exploded. And now we have this through immigration, through travel, whatever, through Italy and stuff, where these different countries are blowing up, literally. And yet the numbers are still much less than like SARS or H1N1. Yet the hysteria and the overreaction, in a sense, can be much worse. We think, right? We don't know where we're at. So I think that's that's it. People don't know what to expect. Yeah, well, and it's a spirit of fear. And, uh-huh. you know, everybody's talking about God has not given us a spirit of fear. That's from Second Timothy, mm-hmm. I believe. But of power and love and a sound mind. We've, I see a lot of Psalm 91 going mm-hmm. around about, you know, the pestilence that, uh, you know, won't, won't come near your dwelling and things like that. And, uh, you know, and I think it's neat that we're, you know, we're in a warfare mode. We're yes. in a we're in a mode. But I I would prefer that we take a more offensive mm-hmm. stance rather than a defensive stance. And, I, you know, I, I was telling you before we went on the air about how I felt like the Lord was saying he's making a distinction. Mm-hmm. He's going to make a distinction between those that know him and those that are against him. And, uh, you know, so I always want to put this out. Do you know the Lord? You know, it's not about do you know the book? It's not about, are you religious? Are you doing some, do you know him? We can have a relationship with God where he speaks and we can hear him. Jesus said, my sheep, what? They know my voice. Know my voice, right. Right? I mean, so if we don't know his voice, we're going to have- the enemy, right. Correct. Well, I mean, Jesus said you could be, you know, be careful, don't Mm -hmm. be deceived and things like that. So we can, you know, we can hear the enemy's voice, angel- the, it comes as an angel of light, the, the, the all that kind of stuff. To. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. And so if we if we um, if we know his voice, then we know a counterfeit, right? Correct. That's that's what they teach him at a bank, right? If you if you if you're trying to teach a bank teller how to recognize a counterfeit, how do they how do they do that? They give them the real thing, the real thing, the real thing, the real thing, and then all of a sudden when they slip a counterfeit, they're like, well, that feels different. Mm-hmm. That's because that's a counterfeit, right. and that's what we need. We need to be able to hear the Lord. You know, that's why it's so important. Pray, read your Bible and these kind of things. But we are we are getting into a warfare mode. And how do you, you know, what you were saying earlier just really hit something with me. How do you kill a tree? You cut it off from its roots, mm-hmm. right? How do you kill a nation? You cut it off from its roots, its yep. history. The foundations, right. Right. If the foundations be broken, mm-hmm. you know, how can the building, building stand? Exactly right. The bottom line is, is we know that when we're divided, we fall, but we know the foundation is, is rooted away or rotten. It falls as well. And what we've done over the, since the 50s and before, though, is remove the foundations, the cornerstone, the found, found, founding principles mm-hmm. of this nation. And then, we, then we've then uh, we eradicated, that's we, this nation, through political uh, exercise and through an insurgency, in a sense, through the political realm uh, and through culture, uh, has, has basically dwindled the family structure, the, the, the structure of marriage, the structure of, you know, all these values. Devastate. It's devastating, yes. Marty. I mean, divorce— you know, was not unheard of in the 50s, but in the 60s, it skyrocketed. And today, mm-hmm. you know, what do they say? They f- say 50%. It's probably closer to 40% mm-hmm. of marriages. 
end up in divorce. Uh, you know, and then you, okay, that figure alone is is pales in comparison with single parent households, yep. right? Yep. No father in the home. And I'm telling you, there's something about that Malachi, turning the hearts of children to the fathers and mm-hmm. the fathers of children. How can men have children and not care about them, had just abandoned them like this? So this is, there, there has to come a turning of the hearts of fathers. And those of us that are fathers, we need to start adopting spiritually yes. Yes. this generation, this fatherless and- generation. There, we've many different conferences over the years um, when you separate men out and they're craving for that fatherly attention. And men and women too, but the father's role in a household has been documented scientifically how valuable, whether they're there or they're not. But we look for affirmation from our heavenly father and from our earthly father, but we're proud of you, I love you, you can do it. And it's such a valuable thing. When you don't have it, no matter how great the mom is, they're missing a piece, and then kids suffer. Graduations drop. Yeah. You know, crime rate goes up. It, it is devastating. We've seen it in different communities. They have a, hundreds of percentage points more that they will be in poverty. That they yes. will have a struggling. Yep. Like, and and it's not that people can't come out of that. And you know, that's the story of America. That yes. anybody, you know, we've some of our biggest millionaires were broken home kind of mm-hmm. peoples, right? It gives them the drive to not do that. I mean, there's things you and I talk about our fathers, right? I love my dad. You love your dad to death. They weren't the best fathers, but we, it made us want to be better fathers. Yeah. We just want to be better to our kids, uh, and hopefully our kids want to be better than we are. The idea here is it's generational. But back to your point in the very beginning, this, this idea of fear, things are being exposed for what they are. This is not a Logan's Run type movie, if, uh, throwing back aspect where people over 30 being, Soyant green. <laughs> being killed. Yeah, right. This is one of those things where, okay, uh, our senior We're dating are ourselves important. by even even mentioning movies from the 70s. Every generation has a place, and together we can, we can uh, come. But there is a calling back to our first love, a calling back to do we know the Lord? Uh, can we be exposed? Can we walk in that truth? There, there is such a need for men, for women, for leadership, for godly leadership throughout all politics and the world right now. And there's a huge opportunity. This is such an exciting time to be alive. There's so many resources, so many opportunities. This platform to speak from, even the radio show, is an opportunity for us to do this. Uh, at the same time, we can't shirk away. And you talked about we're coming up on a battle, a war. We're in the war. Now is the time for us to be equipped for each battle and to be proactive, knowing that another battle's on the horizon. How do we come not only against it to win it or defend against it, but to, to stop the future battles? to win the war overall. And really that is trusting the Lord, right? See, kind of, well, kind of like the end. I talk about the movies, Ender's game, the yes. book Ender's game. And in the, in the thing, he gets into fights. He doesn't want to get into fights, but he gets in fights and he, he continue. And they, they asked him, they said, why did you keep hitting that guy after you had obviously won the fight? He said, well, I didn't want to just win that fight. I wanted to win every fight that was ever going to happen with him at the same time. And we need to have that attitude toward the devil. Exactly. We right. need to, to, we don't, we, we fight to where, okay, he's leaving us alone. And then we stop. And then guess what? He comes back seven times more powerful. Mm-hmm. All these different things that Jesus warns about. You've got to have, you got to get rid of it. You got to sweep it clean. You got to fill it up with something better. You can't just cast out the devil. You need to fill it up with the Holy spirit. You need to get Jesus in your life. Yep. Look, we're in a, we're in a situation right now uh, where we're moving, where if you if you can take the governor of Washington State can just shut down church, can shut down school, can shut down business, all these different things with a stroke of a pen, with a with a, a government proclamation, guys, America is changing. 
and this is a test run. Mm. And uh, we had better be connected to God and know what to do. Because I'll tell you, he's, he's got it all planned out. And he's, I think he's allowing this. I, I've read in uh, Isaiah 26, verse 20, uh, that, that where he says, come aside for a little while, go hide yourself for a little while, but he's going to do something. We don't live over there. Jesus said, hey, when you pray, go into your room, pray to the Father in secret. But then what happens is he said, the Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Mm-hmm. So we've got to be prepared not only for the secret thing, but we've got to be prepared for the openly thing. Exactly right. And I know God's preparing every one of us for a time such as this. This is important, though, uh, bringing it back to the natural and the political. We talked on this show just last year about the bill they passed in Olympia about giving the government and the governor more executive power sure. in cases of an emergency. Yep. And, we, oh, it, and it was sold to the, the what, citizens of Washington as, oh, it will never be happened. It's only if a tornado or earthquake. It's already happened. This is the power he's using now to shut down schools and churches and that kind of stuff. Uh, we're, we're, we're watching this unfold as the government, those in power, gain more power over our lives. Uh, we need to fight back. We need to be, be yeah, vigilant. And, you know? and we need to take it back now. We, we've got to, um, we've got to vote. We've got to get people to run. Um, we've got to balance the power of the executive with the power of the legislature, the, the county sheriffs and all the other things. We have to take advantage of our advantages. It's going to be a big, busy show. You might want to call somebody and tell them to tune in. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon. This is Doug and Marty versus the world. We'll be right back. For our government to work the way it was intended, citizens from all walks of life must volunteer to run for elected offices. But how do you begin? EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com can help. You'll receive expert help to navigate your campaign and communicate your message. From candidate filing to voters' pamphlet statements, fundraising, and social media, you'll find what you need to run an effective and affordable campaign. EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com. The road to victory starts here. This is Claire. Claire has a great business, and she wanted to advertise on YouTube, but she didn't know how. It was all so confusing. Setting up an account, choosing keywords and demographics, and she didn't know how to make a video. Then Claire discovered the secret to great YouTube ads. The experts at EasyYouTubeAds.com took care of all the details, from account setup and management to producing her video ads. Now Claire's friends all want to know how she got so smart. EasyYouTubeAds.com. No experience necessary. It's round two, Doug and Marty versus the world. This is Doug. You are Doug, and I'm Marty. Marty McClendon. And Welcome Doug back Bassler. to the show. That's right. Yep. Uh, so, um, crazy week. A uh, lot of people. Now, over on the east side, you guys probably are not quite as um, uh, wrapped up in the whole coronavirus uh, fiasco that's going on as we are on the west side. Toilet paper gate. You know... I I was actually at the store last night and they had cases and cases of toilet paper stacked up in front of the um in front of the empty shelf because ready to be like replenished or right, whatever. Right. And people were picking up the cases and buying them and taking them to the and we're st- my wife and I are like, "Okay, well we'll get one extra thing just because these people are crazy." But I, we didn't buy like 60 rolls of toilet paper, right? We have there's like Four of us. No, I understand when there's time when like snowstorms or it's coming and you want to stock up on certain things and toilet yeah. paper is one of them and water and so forth. 
This doesn't make any sense. I mean, it really doesn't, but you can we're get not, it spread we're not across. We're using the... any more toilet paper than we used to. Right. And right? it's not a rust. I mean, a, a, you know, I could see it. Issue. I could see it for like a hand sanitizer. We're using right. more of that, right? We're washing our hands more. We're doing those guys. So, yeah, right. But toilet paper, really? Are you going to the bathroom more than you usually go to the bathroom or not? I'd Apparently not. Yeah. Um, I, I saw a meme. It's you know, funny, those, though. Those, those funny memes about this. So, if someone had TP'd a TP, and they go, that's kind of redundant, isn't it? I thought about that's hilarious, right? You know, because there's such a focus. This is that, that side of like, why are so many people buying toilet paper? But someone hears, oh, I should buy toilet paper. I'll go, I'll go buy more toilet paper. I don't know. I have a theory. Yeah. Okay. Somebody went in, they said, oh my gosh, uh, we're going camping or whatever. I need, I need to pick up some extra. And then someone else saw them. Well, why are they picking up extra? There must be a toilet. And then they picked up extra and then someone else saw it and the shelf went empty and then that went viral. And then all of a sudden, everybody's so, buying so it. I wonder, you, they always talk about patient zero, right? right? On the coronavirus. I wonder who toilet paper zero is. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the guy? That's I want to find that lady. I want to find that guy that said, I need some extra toilet paper. And, and have him go on. It reminds me of the, the story about the, uh, the woman that had the, that she would always cut the ends off the roast beef yes, yes, and then, uh, yep. couldn't figure out why my mom did it. And well, grandma did it. And then grandma says, well, I don't do it anymore. Cause I got a bigger pan. Right. But they cut the ends <laughs> off. It wouldn't fit in the pan. Right. So that's kind of what this is. This is one of those, like, well, I bought extra toilet paper because I was, you know, taking a motorcycle right. trip to Canada or something. I don't know what. I love the saying. Of course, people have seen it as well on social media, but it says that I'm not <laughs> shaking people's hands or not not shaking people's hands because they have coronavirus or the scare of it i'm not shaking their hands because they're out of toilet paper it's like okay oh my gosh <laughs> <clears throat> now that's weird, that weird. it i completely agree that being a ounce of prevention right the whole idea of caution is good i whole companies i think our company was the first company in the state and the nation to actually have all the employees work telework you know a lot of government agencies are doing telework uh it's interesting because okay are they overstepping? Maybe, but at least they're being safe. When this government starts shutting down schools and shutting down churches and large gatherings, I don't know if it helps. I know, I know we're trying to nip this in the bud. I think President Trump's doing a good job. I think uh, even talking with our local government, uh, Inslee and Kate Brown and then down in Oregon and so forth, um, the governor of California actually complimented the president and said he did everything he said he would do. So those are some good signs. Um, but like we started the show off, this the whole volatility of the stock market, the changes. I think it's just people want to be reassured that we, we're going to handle this, it, that no matter what, just be safe, take care of yourself. But when um, just a couple of days ago, my kid's school, their junior and senior, canceled for six weeks. Six weeks. That's uh, I think And you got a extreme. senior. That's, uh, they probably need credits and stuff, right? Graduation and all she's, that? She's pretty much done. But the point is, is basically, once she gets back after six weeks, she's had a month left, and she graduates. I don't think it's fair. Uh, and yet, and once again, back to the fact is no one under 30, right, has been uh, died, right? And so it really affects the older. Makes you wonder um, if this is the right move, but it's leadership, right? I don't know. Well, I, I, think, I think the whole thing's a distraction. Me I mean, if we're, if we're distracted, then we don't fight these other fights, right? So mm -hmm. let's say, you know, comprehensive sex ed. Now, that I heard that there's a referendum already been filed. Yep, it was filed on Friday at 3.30 in the afternoon. Okay, so a referendum's been filed that will allow us to, we sign the petition and it goes on the ballot and parents and all of us get to vote 
on whether we want comprehensive sex ed or as the Seattle Police Department described it, the same exact material that human traffickers use to groom children for human trafficking taught in our schools. Personally, I'm not for that. I'm just saying. Bless their hearts. Bottom line is, they, they, you will hear the thing from uh, OSPI, Chris Reichdahl, that no, 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 this is all optional. School boards have the right to adopt or not. They t- the school boards take what is recommended. They already have. There are already sex ed- education involved in all schools uh, suggested by OSPI. Sex ed is pretty easy for a kindergartner through third, fourth, fifth yeah. grade. Uh, that's private. Yep. If anybody touches that, let somebody know. Let somebody Don't know. let anybody let anybody touch you there. Yeah, the <laughs> Democrats. Mean, how hard is it? At the Democrats, they have their own site. And they're talking about oh, don't listen to the misinformation. This is all about um, protecting consent and protection and, and, and there's abuse. Yes, we, we get. But it's this. sponsored by Planned Parenthood. Yes, it is. It's, it's sponsored by Planned Parenthood. Several of those that sponsor this, including Emily Randall out of the 26 and Claire Wilson, used to work for Planned Parenthood. So this is clearly huge conflict of interest. Huge conflict of interest here. But it's sex ed. It's comprehensive. They say you can opt out. You cannot. There's an opt out way, but comprehensive means they have sex ed involved in every subject in history in sociology, in science. So they're talking about this in every subject. You can't opt out of every class. Per, per, permeating the entire curriculum. To, uh, I like what Todd Herman, another radio guy over here on our side of the, the mountains said. He said, if you're so confident that people are going to want it, why don't you do an opt-in? Right. Right? Let, let Send it out. Let people see what the curriculum is. Do you want your kids to learn this? How to, you know, group masturbate or whatever. That's, you know, that's your choice. And we know this is a Christian station, but it it is vile. There are fourth grade lessons where they're teaching kids about sex toys. We've talked about this before in the show. We wanted you to call Governor Inslee to veto it. He did not. So that the referendum to bid it on the ballot will actually be a good thing because the people will will defeat this. They'll say no way, heck no, whatever. But it will also, every candidate on the ballot at the local level and the state level will have to answer the question, do you support sexing, over-sexualizing our kid in schools or you don't? You know, will you stand on the side of the parent and the kid or on the side of the, the Governor Inslee and, and the ilk? Well, right? the benefit too is that maybe people who aren't normally voting will mm-hmm. get out and vote because this is a this is ridiculous. But first of all, we got to it's got to qualify yep, yep. for the ballot. We need 129, 130,000 signatures by June. And so we don't have any time. Uh, we need to get a hold of that. Uh, do you have the ballot? We have, 90, we have 90 days. We have it's 129,811 signatures we need. And you can go to parents for that's F-O-R, safeschools.com, and request your petition today. So do it. Parents, Parentsforsafeschools.com. Now, they'll, uh, doesn't this thing have to go to like the AG to have a wording and all this stuff, or is it different for it, referendums? It, I don't know. Apparently, it's already been filed and, and approved, so basically we can start getting signatures now. So, so this thing is going to be defeated. We're going to defeat it, and, and, and that's the end. And mm-hmm. now we're going to push back. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I, I know we're not under the law. We're under grace. But you know what? The law was there to teach us some things. Mm -hmm. And there's a commandment that says, thou shalt not commit adultery. Okay? Just wrap it up in there. What is adultery, Marty? It's anything sexual outside of marriage. Right. That's what it is. And and so if we can just like, hey, you can have all the sex you want any way you want as long as you're married to the woman or as long as you're married to the guy, right? And it's one man. It's one woman. Mm -hmm. and, And we've got to start standing on and taking our 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 position on what God says on the Word of God on Amen. the on the on the Bible. 
I the have, Bible says. I have a Christian friend of mine who's lost his wife, and God bless her, and, and she's in heaven, and she's now remarried. And um, he's struggling with his faith. He's struggling with his, um, his his political sort of stance. And he made a comment the other day about, hey, look, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you're Republican. And so I kindly pointed out what, what the Republican platform says and what the Democrat platform says and where we are and, and the fruit of. And then he responded back, thank you. But then he argued... Some of his friends piped in, and they started going off about Christians, and it's outdated um, theology, and outdated ideas. And I'm like, so tell me what, what part of Christianity is outdated? Well, all of it is. And I go, well, see, so you're saying all religions are the same. She goes, no, they're all bad. I go, okay. And then bottom line, I'm talking about life, talking about liberty, talking about these, these ideas. that The proof is, right, that people are free or people are out of, out of poverty. So why don't, we, why don't we just say, okay, well, let's do let's – do you shouldn't steal stuff from each other. Right. Okay, let's do that one. Is that outdated? Do you want people to steal your stuff? Mm-hmm. Are you are you willing to have a lifestyle where you get to steal everybody else's stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, 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 we like that one. Okay, okay, well, okay, so, good. So who's the arbiter now? So what <laughs> yeah. happens is we have people now that's saying, I'm going to pick what I like out of the Bible. How about thou shall not kill? How about no murder? Right. Okay, is that outdated? Right. Okay, I mean, realistically, Marty, is it outdated or not? Well, I don't think so. No, it's not. And, Clearly, it's not. But the argument over life, I said, look, a baby's a baby in a womb or out. Yeah. You know, and I, I argue with that. I said, well, life is precious. Because I agree with that. But the, the argument here, and it came down to, you'll like this, right? First of all, and I found out that he doesn't believe he's an atheist, right? Okay, fine. Uh, he has a right to believe what he wants to believe. I think he's, that's not right. You know, I pray for a soul. Um, but then it turns out that his bottom God, it's pro-choice. God lets us make decisions. Exactly right. When it comes down to defending life and liberty and that kind of stuff. He says, but then God says, choose life. He helps us. Exactly right. <laughs> his bottom line was he hated Trump. I'm like, oh, there we go. And so we, we've talked about this before, but it comes down to you get the core issue. I'm like, okay, when, when you're being used by God, and I do believe Donald Trump's being used by God. It's, it's, things are happening, right? He doesn't have to be Christian or holy or whatever. He's not Jesus, Right. But he's being we didn't used. hire a pastor. Right. We didn't hire a pastor. We, you know, we would have got Ted Cruz if we wanted that, right? You know, the idea here <laughs> at that point in time, more in line with the conservative movement, right? And yet, being used in a way, uh, such emotional, spiritual hatred, I just blows me away still. Uh, I know it's there. I've seen the cars being scratched. But to hear people in their voice, that comes down to, they have no rational point. But when you can get them to articulate it, it comes down to that. I just hate that guy. You know, they can't tell you why. You know, I just hate him. I'm like, wow. But when they hate us, they hate Jesus. So remember what they said uh, about Jesus. They hated him without a reason. Yep. They hated him without a reason. He didn't do anything to them. But they still hated him, right? And and, and we're going to be hated. We're going to be disliked. We're going to be we, well. We I, I've, I like what Mario Murillo says in his blog. And if you ever follow Mario, Mario Murillo mm-hmm. Ministries but basically he said the same people that hate Donald Trump hate you. Yes. You know, if he wasn't there to be a target, you'd be a target. And now I feel with this thing with the these emergency declaration here in Washington state that we're seeing that because he mentioned spiritual things and faith-based things. He had it. Why did he have to say both? Right. right? He had to make sure he also mentioned fundraising things and yes. things like that. Anyway, we're going to be back with more. This is Doug Bassler and Marty McClendon. This is Doug and Marty versus the world. Bye. 
When you want to take your business to the next level, nothing drives traffic and increases sales like TV advertising. And EasyTVSpots.com is your best choice for high quality, effective TV ads. Contact us today to learn how easy it is to reach thousands of your ideal prospects with targeted, addressable TV. Grow your sales, revenue, and profit the easy way with EasyTVSpots.com. Broadcast, cable, and online TV made easy. This is Claire. Claire has a great business, and she wanted to advertise on YouTube, but she didn't know how. It was all so confusing. Setting up an account, choosing keywords and demographics, and she didn't know how to make a video. Then Claire discovered the secret to great YouTube ads. The experts at EasyYouTubeAds.com took care of all the details, from account setup and management to producing her video ads. Now Claire's friends all want to know how she got so smart. EasyYouTubeAds.com. No experience necessary. For our government to work the way it was intended, citizens from all walks of life must volunteer to run for elected offices. But how do you begin? EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com can help. You'll receive expert help to navigate your campaign and communicate your message. From candidate filing to voters' pamphlet statements, fundraising, and social media, you'll find what you need to run an effective and affordable campaign. EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com. The road to victory starts here. Three bells and all is well. Doug and Marty versus the world taking round three right to the world. That's what we do. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon staying full six feet away from Doug. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't look like six feet to me. That looks like across the table. I'm thinking maybe two and a half, three maybe. feet maximum. You know but uh, there is plenty of hand sanitizer on hand. Um, we are in the midst of unprecedented things. And, and in a way... It's kind of exciting, right? Because we're we're seeing things. I mean, I literally feel like I'm in one of those end times movies right now that you used to see that used to scare you so bad, right, right? Right. All of a sudden the government says no church. The government says no meeting, stay in your home. Pretty soon, um, they could have National Guard armored They've vehicles rolling down the street. They've already saying, activated. you can't be out unless you have a reason to be mm-hmm. out. You could be arrested, put in a jail. There's no more habeas corpus. Bring the body. You know, why are you in jail? They can hold you indefinitely. Uh, martial law is an ugly thing, depending on who the marshal is. Correct. Right. So Correct. I think Trump might have trumped them by co- declaring a national emergency because the federal government is superior yes. to the state government. On Thursday, Cuomo declared, uh, um, drew out the National Guard in New York. So, you know, the writing was on the wall for Inslee, for Kate Brown, for those that do the same thing. Uh, so you're right. He probably trumped them, jumped, the, j- got in front of them, said, hey, we need to do this on a national level. But watch out for this. We've been talking about this from a biblical perspective, from a worldly perspective. The government keeps on gaining more and more power, taking more and more of our rights away. And all of these things are connected. We know it's spiritual. We know that it plays out in the political realm. This is why we would encourage the church and Christians to get engaged, to be at the table, to be a voice of reason, to be a salt and light, to bring wisdom to the area of God's wisdom. Uh, so before we get off, we the- saw, well, we did see another scary thing. Um, just yeah, the other day, I think yesterday, maybe, uh, there is a state that is postponing their election Yes, because of this. Okay. So again, that may seem innocuous. Oh, it's a primary, but, but there are, there are, uh, initiatives on there. There are state and local mm-hmm. things on there. And if you can do an emergency and delay an election, this is a this Third is serious Congress. people. It's very serious, yeah. And uh, and we've you know 
I, if, you know, I don't know what you can do about it, right? We got again, we got to hear from God, but we need to say, we need to recognize that they're testing the American people. They're testing the Christians. They're testing us to see if we will comply. Correct. Will we comply? No. Okay. But will we? Yeah. Well, right. how, how, yeah. okay. So we don't want to be spreading the virus and all that. Okay. Look, right. but you know, we're going to walk in the stripes and we're going to be healed and all that, but. And we're going to obey our, you know, those type of things. But there's a point where, you know, it's not one of those things where all of a sudden the, the antichrist shows up and says, here, take the mark. The, it, this the, is this gradual thing. Sure. Right? Yeah, and that, right. but the, the constitution says the right to peaceably assemble shall yes. not be abridged. Right. Period. Right. Shall not be abridged. This is abridging it. Yes, it is. Okay. This is unconstitutional. Right. Yeah. We've, so, t- we've talked about too. Even the Patriot Patriot Act several years ago opened the door to this, this sort of this Pandora's box. And so I want to just before we go into, I really want to talk about the attack on our bases in Iraq and our response to it, which is not being covered because we're talking about coronavirus. But before we leave, I want your opinion on this. When the Democrats right now, the left, the those right now that are war with our values, um, and once again, it's not a blanket statement. What we see with Pelosi and Schumer and stuff. Calling the president racist for calling it for the Wuhan virus, or say it's from Wuhan, from from China. Well, it wasn't just the president, congressmen, uh, others. The bottom line is that they're saying they're trying to apply this same sort of like was the West Nile virus racist? Right, right. The, but the point is, is it's insane. Is Lyme's to. But they're trying racist. to see: Will we buy into this? Will we say, "No, look, um, whatever you do is going to be wrong because you're racist"? Because you're no, stop throwing labels around. The bottom line is, we should come together around this and a national the, response. The very same people that are saying that, Don Lemon and others, there's mm-hmm. on tape. They called it that. Yes, they called it the Wuhan mm-hmm. virus, the Chinese virus. They so all of a sudden we're we're not we're going to forget mm-hmm. that they said that. And, and what's being lost here too is, is the very very last thing I, I promise on this whole idea. Sure, here is, I believe you. Will we ever know for sure? <laughs> Um, but it was developed in a Chinese lab. Yeah. Why were they developing this? And again, I, and I think I honestly believe it's it's targeted, engineered either demonically or through some sort of process to target infirm people, yes. to target and eliminate old people. Adolf Hitler and um, who was the other guy? Karl Marx. These other guys. What did they Stalin. call the elderly? Yeah. They called them useless eaters, right? Mm. They're consumers. They don't bring any value to society. And yet the Lord is saying that we're to honor them yes. and we're to respect them, we're to love them, and we're to listen to them because they they didn't get old by being stupid. Exactly right. You know, when the stupid people do die young. Gray hair is a crown of wisdom. Come on. Yeah. All right? I had to pass it on. So on that note, this this the Iranian-backed rebels um, attacked our bases Americans died. A few Americans died. We responded by attacking sort of these military outposts, and it was it was named by the president and his staff as a measured and um, uh, response to the attack. It, this proportionate, this, proportionate, measured thing, and proportionate. Yeah, measured yes. and proportionate. So you think over there, that's a big deal. This tension between Iran and us, and even though we're we're bigger and we will put squash them if they um, do anything more. Not being covered because it doesn't fit a particular agenda right now, right? It, it, it's it's something to keep aware of, to be pray for, to understand and be exposed, and to make sure that our American citizens that are serving in, a, in our services that are protected, that God's hands are upon them, right? And it comes back to, are we submitting ourselves to God, right? As a nation, as a people, right? Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. There's, um, you know, we got to keep praying for our military and, you know, thank God that Donald Trump is a, a a leader because he can multitask. He can delegate. He's not trying to be the top four star generals, and the, the, he's not trying to be the the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He has mm-hmm. a Joint Chiefs of Staff 
They can bring him things. He can make decisions. Um, the 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 team that he rolled out this uh, the other day when he did his uh, press conference on the national emergency was on. They are a four star team. Of, yes, they are of people. Yeah. Uh, you have all these great leaders of business, industry, science that are leading the coronavirus uh, uh, response. And so those are those are great. And um, I think, but I think we've got to. St- we've got to remember that we, we also need to multitask. Yes. We're so focused on this, this, uh, manufactured, what we, what you and I obviously believe is, has a high probability of being a manufactured virus, a mm-hmm. man, you know, I can't say made, but a man, you know, tweaked or mm-hmm. whatever, how they engineered it. Right. Right. As a bio a lab, weapon, Right. Yeah. Right. And that's the deal with you. Wuhan is it's a bio, that's a bio, their bio facility, mm-hmm. right? But we've got to be able to to focus on um, everything else as well. The comprehensive sex ed thing, the, the massive tax increases that Washington yep. State just, just imposed. And this idea that we can be distracted because we're, you know, we're so focused on me, me, me all the time. And right. we're forgetting about the kids. We're forgetting about the taxes. We're forgetting about these other things. And so, we're talking about elections as well. I mean, don't and use this as an excuse not to vote. It's so important. We know these elections, you know, we have to send not only a clear message to Olympia, but to the DC that, look, we're, we're not going to put up with this, this, this run towards not just to the left, this to communism, to uh, sort of undergirding what we have, but all, also this government growth where we're losing our, our freedoms day by day, moment by moment. And we're like, okay, going along like Willie and sheep. And we're not, we're not sheep. We're, we should be wise and we should be engaged. So to your point, don't don't be distracted. Take care of your family. Take care of yourself as your number one job. But be, be beyond that, stay vigilant. Stay engaged. Now, there's many ways to uh, share your voice and to, but definitely vote. Right, get registered. Stay engaged. Help candidates out. They may not be able to have large gatherings. Another reason, right there. But you can still support them online. You can still call them, email them. Right. Yep. Yeah. And um, you know, smaller gatherings are still going to happen. Uh, you can still run. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, you need to run. You need to sh- to file for office. That's coming up in May. Uh, but start now. You can start. You know, you can file with the PDC right away. You can do that online. You have to go to Olympia to do it. Right. And um, so we, you know, we've got to stay engaged. We get to understand that the Lord's doing something here. Mm-hmm. That He's allowing us to see, you know, this thing, so that we also, while they're testing us, we can test them. Mm-hmm. We can come back against them and see what that what the pushback will be. The thing I'm nervous about. Mm-hmm. Is if if this if this happens, then I think we're we're really going to have to do something. Remember during Katrina when they started to disarm the public. Yes. If if yeah. Jay Inslee begins to try to disarm us, then then game over. Yes. In my opinion, Absolutely. game over. Well, in Katrina, right before that, they passed a gun registration law. Right, and they go, oh, okay, it's just registration, but it was used to confiscate. They knew who had the guns and where they were, and so. The, you got to watch these things that seem innocuous that are put in play, like the expansion of the emergency powers now being used uh, to silence us. So we're not trying to, this is all evident right in front of us. Um, we were like, yeah, we're talking about it, but now we're seeing it playing out. We have to be vigilant and say no more. We, and the idea is we, the people are the government. We need to hold them accountable what they're doing to us. And to your point, um, we see it on display at the national level. We're doing coronavirus. They're accusing the president and so forth, right? And so the president goes, I want $2 billion to deal with this. And then the Congress goes, and Schumer and the Democrat, we want $8 billion. You're not asking for enough. All right, I'll take $8 billion, he says, right? In the $8 billion, they're asking for 
illegal aliens to have health care insurance for all kinds of stuff. That like pork, it's like no pork belly. It, it's all those things that they want to push under the guys. There in, was some, in emergency. some portion stuff in there. There yeah. was all kinds of stuff in it, there. It is ridiculous. But this is right here. They're playing politics with an emergency, right? Either they don't believe it's an emergency, or they're using it like like Inslee and others. To actually, you know, Saul Alinsky, man, yeah. never let a crisis go to waste. That's right. Use it to get all your stuff through. And, but fortunately, President Trump saw that and mm-hmm. said, uh, I don't think so. Yep. So you got to defend, you got to pray, you got to engage, but don't allow them to do this. And, and remember in November, remember in May, remember in August when, um, when you do battles. There are primaries, you yep. betcha. Yep. Yep. It, it's so important. And of course, we, there's so many other things that happen in, in the state um, right now that we have to be aware of. You know, we still have the things in Olympia, right? Just got done and it's not done. They have committees, right? We have um, this four or six week delay and we think about keep vigilant. Things are still happening, right? So right up the street from the studio here where Marty and I are, mm-hmm. the King, County of King, King County, uh, bought a hotel to contain coronavirus victims, primarily homeless people. Uh, So far today, two people have walked out of it. They stole what they could from the hotel, walked out, disappeared, uh, infected with coronavirus. Another one was tested for coronavirus, walked out across the street, did some shoplifting, got on a bus and disappeared. Correct. Uh, The mayor of Kent, Dana Ralph, who happens to go to the same church I go to, so I see Mayor Dana... (laughs) Now and then, we've been friends for years, so I knew her when she was city council member. Right. Uh, she said, this is exactly what I was talking about. The King County has come in and forced on the city of Kent mm-hmm. this thing. And so you, this is the kind of thing where this top-down thing, um, they need to uh, take that motel and put it right in uh, Dow Constantine's right. yard. Didn't even talk to her, just did it. So yeah. that, that's wrong. Well, God's in control, and that's we're right. going to talk more. When we get back, this is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon. Doug and Marty versus the world. This is Claire. Claire has a great business and she wanted to advertise on YouTube, but she didn't know how. It was all so confusing. Setting up an account, choosing keywords and demographics, and she didn't know how to make a video. Then Claire discovered the secret to great YouTube ads. The experts at EasyYouTubeAds.com took care of all the details from account setup and management to producing her video ads. Now Claire's friends all want to know how she got so smart. EasyYouTubeAds.com. No experience necessary. For our government to work the way it was intended, citizens from all walks of life must volunteer to run for elected offices. But how do you begin? EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com can help. You'll receive expert help to navigate your campaign and communicate your message. From candidate filing to voters' pamphlet statements, fundraising, and social media, you'll find what you need to run an effective and affordable campaign. EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com. The road to victory starts here. It, what's that ringing in my ears? It's four bells. That's what it is. Someone's talking about you. No, there we go. <laughs> it's round four. Doug and Marty versus the world, taking the world on every Saturday at this time. Uh, this is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon. Welcome back to our show. And just a little bit of uh, good news before we go back into the show. I got a chance on Thursday night with our church to go out and see I Still Believe, the new movie. Um, same people that put on um, the Mercy Me movie, right? Um, great movie, story of Jerry McCamp. I did had no idea. Um, and for those that don't know the story, you have to go see the movie. Bottom line is, is 
it tells a story of how he met his wife who passed away and their, their faith journey and how get it just it was it's it's fantastic it will make you cry even men will shed a tear or two but uh these true stories are testimonies and I, our good friend troy cocaine's big on this we need to be telling people our story when, when we find favor when we get forgiveness when we and we have healings when whatever it may be god's done in our life our testimony is what people are drawn to. It's the blood of Christ and our testimony, right? People will be saved. So I just want to encourage you. It reminded me that our stories are valuable, that we need to be telling about how good God is, especially in the midst of this. If people don't know the Lord and they're scared, what a great time to tell them, yeah, we've been through this. That you know, my son went through leukemia. God was there for us. This and that. It's just how good God is, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I just had jotted down on this this uh, notepad here, what are we going to do with our downtime? Okay. We've got kids, Mm -hmm. at least on the West side of the state and Eastern Washington, buckle up, baby. You don't know what's coming. Mm -hmm. You've got an out of control governor doing, pushing all the buttons to see what, what works and what doesn't work. And you know, he's already the dumbest governor in the country. So now what are we going to do? Right. We got it. We, he's got unlimited power that we gave him. I didn't, I didn't vote yes on that, but what are you going to do with your downtime, are you, you know, we can have Bible studies for teenagers, mm-hmm. for young people. We could be, you know, we could be doing all kinds of things. Uh, we have access to, to uh, social media. We could be doing online uh, videos. We could be doing uh, a lot of things. You know, one of the things that, that my wife pointed out to me uh, as we were standing in a line for an hour at the grocery store, getting some food and stuff, toilet paper, um, was, that's a joke. I know. Um, was this, this uh, ban goes over Easter. The, yes. The Easter is, come on, people. Isn't that like the biggest day of the year for the church? The biggest year day of the year, right? Yeah, yeah. that's the day I got saved. It was a, a lot of years ago, mm-hmm. but somebody invited me to church on Easter, and that was the day I gave my heart to the Lord. So I have a very special place it's in my life It's the gospel message, for that. Yeah. right? I preached across this nation, every church, every denomination, the gospel message is preached that Jesus died on the cross for you. Yeah. And rose again on the third day, so we have eternal life. The idea here, you know, so you're right. It's, it's uh, you clearly an attack on that. And we need to say, well, what are we going to do? How are we going to respond this day? You know, will we trust God? Will we? Uh, it, it's just be there, pray and obey. We know this. And encourage your neighbors. Encourage people. And All sporting buy. events canceled. Yeah. Uh, they're not making any new TV shows. Hollywood's canceled, right? Because Tom Hanks, the the king yes. of Hollywood, is over in is, Australia, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's out. Yeah. He's uh, his him and his wife our self quarantine. So once again, Tom Hanks is on an Island with Wilson. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was funny. Okay. Uh, somebody sent me that today. I wish I said I could make that up, but, um, but, but what are we going to do? We have an opportunity now. Do you, you know, invite your neighbors over, have yes. meet people. They, they don't have anything to do. They don't have any games to go to. They don't have any, any new games to watch. I mean, March madness for goodness sakes, no zags. Are you no kidding zag. me? And that is, that is strange too. That if I, if they're going to have games with no people in the stands. Now they say, Nope, no, not, no, no games. games at all. No right? games, because they're all afraid sports. of liability. Yep. Somebody gets coronavirus on the team or one of the families that, Whoa, if your, we hadn't had the game, I wouldn't have had that. But to your point, less distraction. A lot of people are home. Families are together. What a great time to focus on what's important, the positive things in our family. Right? We can learn how to read again. Right. We can learn how to play a game with our kids or something like that. We've, you know, uh, we need to take advantage of our advantages. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I often, often quote the verse from Proverbs, what's lacking can't be counted. You can't count all the things you, you're missing, mm-hmm. right? So what do you do? You count your blessings. You count them one by one. Gary Sinise plays the dad in this movie, and I still believe. 
And he said that, you know, he talked about the trials in his life, like the fact that he had a son, um, Jeremy's brother, that was disabled, right? He was disappointed with, with God at the time. He said uh, he had a big plan for a big ministry. It didn't work out the way he wanted to. He goes, he goes, but my life is full because of those things that happen, not in spite of them. And think about that. Our life is full because of God, and even when we go through these trials. In fact, they're fuller because of it. The people we're involved in our lives, the trials we've overcome, the things we've, we've survived and made, were made stronger because of it, right? And so— Open doors and closed doors. Yep. Right? God can open a door. You know, it even says in, in uh, one scripture, he's going to open windows of mm-hmm. heaven mm-hmm. and pour out a blessing on us that we can't contain. Why? Because we tithe, right? right. Things like that. We got to get back to the word, bro. Yeah. And we got to believe it and we got to connect with him and hear from him and walk with him. I, I, I was listening to a, a preacher the other day on uh, some Christian radio station. It was not on ACN. It was another another competing network. Uh, I know I shouldn't listen to them, but <laughs> um, but he was doing good. He was like, oh, I wrote this you know, book on a day in life in Jesus and everything else. And when you read this book, it's going to make you want to. And I was thinking, know him more, know him more. And he said, imitate him. I go, imitate him? How are you going to do that? You're right. going to walk on water? You're going to raise the dead? You're going to get crucified? I know imitate, what he means. Imitate, but we want, yes. Yes. you know, look, we will imitate him as dearly loved children, but only when he's our father. We yes. will imitate him when we behold him. Yes. The Bible says when you behold him with an unveiled face, you're transformed into his glory. So, you know, yeah, but we've got we've to stop making New Testament Christianity, apostolic Christianity, into a religion. Yes. It's not. Yes. It is a relationship. Paul said, um, look at me as I follow him. Jesus, right. Jesus said, look at me as I follow God. I mean, the idea here, yes, whatever it takes, but we're in relationship with him. And so we, we he does what the Father does. He says what the Father says. We're supposed to do what Jesus does, does and see what he, say what Jesus said, right? The idea here, right? Well, the, the judgment seat, if, if you look forward to the judgment seat of Jesus Christ, which is the Bible says we're all going to stand before yep. the judgment seat of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ already gave us the key. He said to those on his left, depart from me. Why? I never, never knew, knew you. you. Right. And so if you want to get to heaven and you want to have a good life right now filled with purpose and doing things, you need to know him, mm-hmm. not know about him. Not read about him. I can read all the books in the world about Donald Trump. Matter of fact, I've probably read all of Donald Trump's books that he's written. So I feel like I know the guy in a certain way. But if I go to the White House, he don't know me. He doesn't know And I don't know him. I might think I do. You know about him. Right. Yeah. Right. But if somebody says, hey, I know Donald Trump. Hey, Doug, this is Donald. Donald, this is Doug. Now we know each other. That's the type of relation we have with the living God. Mm -hmm. That's way better than knowing a president. I, I know we're in a time, and I've been preaching this, yelling at it, encouraging it. I know it's in my spirit to share with people all across the state that it's at a time like this for boldness. It's a time that our relationship, um, not we're so now we're saying, hey, look at me, I'm a Christian. We're saying, no, God did something in me, and he wants to do it in you. And we're doing these things. These things matter in the political realm. They matter in the family. The fathers in the home matter. These things matter to Jesus. They matter to God. They matter to us. And we're going to advocate. We're going to fight when we take care of our own family, but we're going to fight for other people's families, but we're called to do it too. What have you done with what I've given you, right? This idea of stewardship. God's blessed us abundantly. But even more than that, Marty, it's not even just what have you done with what I've given you. It's more like, Lord, here's all that you've given yes. me. What do you want me to do? Yeah. Because that is the that is the essence of this thing. Mm-hmm. If I take, and you know, and God does weird stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He, he takes people 
that are really, really good at Jewish law, and he makes them apostle of the Gentiles, where that yep. stuff has absolutely zero value. I mean, it has value right. because he can under he can really help people to understand the the thoughts of. I mean, knowing yep. the Jewish law is really a great thing. Mm-hmm. It's 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 an awesome thing, but it's not a way to be saved. He'll take a fisherman that stinks and 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 swears. Spelling. And all these other things, right? Right. And he make him apostle to these religious Jewish people. Right. 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 In so, the temple. Yeah. So we don't want to just like, oh, you know, I have this gift and calling and, you know, because it's a natural gift. Now, I'm not saying God won't use your natural gifts. Yes. He he uses them, but he uses them in a way that oftentimes we don't expect. We didn't realize that we were being prepared One for this the, other thing. Exactly. Well, King David's a perfect example, right? The shepherd boy, the youngest sure. of the group, right? He was kills chosen. A, kills a bear. Kills a bear, lion, right? The yeah. whole idea. But they, they Turns used out him. You can use that same method to kill a giant. Right. <laughs> right? But you, you're being prepared for God's God, what God has for you right now. And But my point is being bold and being courageous, knowing that you don't discount yourself. What God's put on you, you don't have no idea what God does. Believe what he says about you, right? This idea here, it's not about you, it's about him. But it's, it's, he's made you for a purpose, for a time such as this. And don't to shy away, right? So many people get so worried about, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not qualified. No, God qualifies those, right? I love the verse that he says he uses the foolish to confound the wise, right? I've done a lot of foolish things. I know God can use me to confound the wise. Please do, right? The idea here Please. is, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, that I've screwed up, right? We all screwed up. But the point is, he can still use me. If all we're sinned, all fallen short, but he's laid on him the iniquity mm-hmm. of us all. You know, that stuff matters mm-hmm. because we do go around thinking, who am I? Mm-hmm. What could I do? You know, there's even a, a song, who am I that the mm-hmm. Lord, blah, blah. Yep. Hey, shut up, dude. You're nobody, <laughs> just like the rest of us. But God chose you and, you know, right. don't don't get weird. Don't get religious about it. Just say, okay, I'm forgiven. Let's move on. Yes, I'm not perfect. Let's move on. I know it's Old Testament and it's Isaiah. I know you love Isaiah right now. You're in, in Isaiah. Yeah. Um, but when Isaiah says, I am filthy rags, right? He understands his, his, he's not holy. He's in a place where he's not worthy. And yet, in the very next breath, he goes, send me. Yeah. Right? Come on. Yeah, I'm, okay. It, I won't shout you the down. same thing. Yeah, I understand that I've fallen short, but I got for grace. But send me. Use me. Use me where you can, right? Where you will. I think that willingness goes a long way. And God goes, yep, I see it. Someone that has faith, someone that's bold, someone that's willing to be used. Don't you think? Yeah. You know, in addition to what are we going to do with our downtime, you know, Christians, when, when you're, when you're getting that extra, a little bit of extra food, you're getting those extra things. Why not think about your neighbors? Well, how mm-hmm. could I share instead of like, I got to protect me and my family. Yeah, that's true. But you know, maybe the Lord's like, Hey, why don't you pick up something else mm-hmm. and help that elderly lady that lives next door this- or do some, you know, are you checking on them? Are we so in again, got to get out of defensive mode. Right. We have to have a defense. That's true. But what do they always say in sports? The best defense is a good offense. Correct. And so if we take, you know, that's, we got to take the, the word of God, the Bible, we got to take the spirit. We got to take who we are as, as uh, you know, fathers. And like we were talking earlier in right. the show and, and go out and be seen and be heard and have a voice in this generation. We've got to have a voice. Right. There's such an opportunity right now, what you're saying. Huge opportunity. Stop, instead of thinking about what is happening to us, let's say, hey, let's take advantage of this opportunity, be a blessing to others, to advance the kingdom, to, to, to live out our calling. I love it. Be encouraged, right? Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, we have... We do have county conventions coming up. Yes. I believe Pierce County is coming up right in the middle of this supposed uh, shutdown. Right thing. now, it's March twenty eighth. They moved it from March twenty first to the twenty eighth. So right. yeah, back. Uh, and uh, 
King County's got one up coming up in April. There's a state convention coming up in May. These are all opportunities for us to go, to be heard. You know, right. you should go to your conventions, be elected delegate to state. You could, from there, you could be elected to go to Charlotte, North Carolina for the national convention. There's so many opportunities right. for people to get involved. There's so many places you can serve. And it can be in your Sunday school class. It could be in your home group. It could be just on the job you're on. But don't don't miss this opportunity. This is these are the days of opportunity and yes, what God's doing. Amen. All right. God bless. This is Marty McClendon. And Doug Bassler. This is Doug and Marty versus the world. And we'll be back next time. Don't cry. Mm-hmm. It'll happen. Bye-bye.